0: I gotta get out of this fucking lift car i gotta get out well you have to get out of this lift but dave linden wants to say something to you
1: hey fat fish heads Uh it's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms fat fish sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas now flap your fins for the fabulous fat fish brothers eric Fish Snyder and Brad Grunny
0: Grunberg, aka
1: Snacks.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. How are you? What,
1: what show is this?
0: To- we, we, I, I hear some uh, feedback. We do. Well, we're gonna get rid of that right away. Watch right. this. Yeah,
1: we'll get rid of that. And how are you doing now? Do you want more right. feedback? Let's see. No more. No more. No more, no more, baby. That was a, that was a famous line. Remember the movie? Remember the movie we saw as a kid? Oliver Twist. he yeah. Goes the kid Oliver Twist goes more, the, the guy went more. You want more? <laughs> I just I don't know why I got so more.
0: fucking scared watching that at ten years old. Yeah, I want more burgers. By the way, I just want to start off by saying I have a new, brand new promotional headshot that I leaked out today. To all my Facebookers and all my people, yeah. all my social. I kind mean, of like it.
1: But I have it one.
0: I have one of your headshots. This is you and all your platforms. This is great.
1: We're we're gonna blast out, Granny, because as we know, the writers and acting strike is over. God bless, thank God. And this guy's face, as we're only still in January, will be plastered across your streaming and your networks by September, October. So he put this out check out brad on all these platforms okay
0: linkedin <laughs> facebook grinder i like your instagram picture the best i know that guy yeah you know that's when i have my glam squad that's when the <laughs> glam squad comes, <laughs> up. and they do a number on me but you know a lot of people like grinder for some reason i don't know why what do you think uh, if you had if the one the one look i don't like an in instagram you look, you look like a, a,
1: a poor man's Brad Pitt. He's a yeah, 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 come yeah, on. yeah. you know. Come on, know, how much, how many, how how much vagina can you get? Your picture on Facebook is that great, inquisitive look of, okay, where am I going now? Am I going to the Hollywood Tropicana or am I going to my favorite restaurant? Okay, right. And then That's the grinder picture is you auditioning for the movie The Whale, right? And LinkedIn <laughs> is a picture saying, "Oh fuck yeah, fish quit." fish.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of the Hollywood Tropicana yesterday was a good day on the road, a lift driving. So I get this address and it looks very familiar and it's in Hollywood and I go down this street and on that street on the corner is the building. It's still standing where I performed for 14 years as the MC Johnny cocktails, the bigger the bill, the bigger the thrill, the more money, the and the honey, the more greenery, the nicer the scenery, it's seven nights a week, 365 days a year, the world famous Hollywood Tropicana, fuck Disneyland, this is the happiest place on earth, motherfuckers, drop the mic. So I picked up two guys on that street and, I, and they're young guys from South Korea in the into the music world, rapping and stuff. Nicest guys. One of them was their one one guy's birthday was that day or yesterday, and I took him uh, to a clothing store on Melrose. But we talked Hollywood trafficana all the way to the destination. And I'm telling you, it brought back great memories because you see the building, and it's what's inside. The walls can talk. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know. I have I I would love to approach the owner. He still has the parking lot in back. It's I mean, God, it was like a time warp. It was fantastic. I i I'll be honest with you, fish. I popped a little chubby, a little bit, a little one. Well, speaking of that, we, we have a
1: segment where I go I go through the emails that we get at fishgrunny1 at gmail.com. and I got an email from a girl named Lisa. I don't know. I can't stand these new words. It spells it L E E E triple E's S A. You know we brad and i dated lisas that were lisa but we love you lisa Dimitrov. okay yes. spokane washington says i i saw the episode you did with maria and brad working at the Sherber, the Hollywood tropicana was brad a man- this is a question was brad a manager there ask him was brad a manager at the hollywood tropicana or a life coach for the girls and how do you not have a heart attack seeing all those boobs Where to go, go, Lisa Dimitro?
0: Oh, Lisa, I love it. That's L-E-E-S-E. Triple E. Oh, Triple E. Lisa, um, I wasn't the the day to day manager. I wasn't the show manager, but I did manage because I was the master of ceremonies. My job was to uh, wrangle the girls, keep them in line and uh, really light the fire under their ass to perform. Um, I ran all the money. uh, I I did the auctions. The girls would come out in costumes. Like I'll give you an example. She didn't start the fire, but she's going to put it out. Here comes fire fighting fantasy. And this beautiful girl. uh, She was one of my favorite Monique came out as a fireman and she took off with, with like a squirt gun, like a gun. You know, it looked like a hose and, uh, she, uh, you know, sprayed the crowd and then she started taking off her uh, fireman's jacket and all the stuff. And then she stripped down to her bikini. And this was a string bikini. And oh boy, hubba hubba was it a bikini. You know those, those uh, um, uh, bikinis in the 80s? You know the ones. You, you're you fish. You're always on the beach. You've seen them. I mean, these are <laughs> the wink. <laughs> that's like the worst fake wink. Oh good, uh, but well, no. It's the story, Lisa. Lisa, I'm telling you, it was an incredible experience. 14 years of my life, I could tell you stories uh, from here to China. It is never ending, and uh, it was so much fun. And I'm still friendly friends with a lot of these girls. Trying to have lunch with a couple of them, and uh, you know, tell some of the old Tropicana stories. Oh, and then you know, she asked that, and then she asked, "How did I do it?" Uh, it was so tough because I love boobs, big boobs, fake boobs. And you know fake boobs are uh, fish? They're real expensive.
1: Uh, I, would, I would not know. You knew, would not know the, the question was before. Yeah. was Brad a life coach, a manager, and hadn't he not have a heart attack? I did, okay, that's with all good. those boobs. Yeah. Did you have your I, I'm gonna speak for Lisa, like like I'm talking, I'm I'm gonna be
0: her okay. her yeah. producer. Did you have an office there? uh the manager upstairs had an office i used it yes there was a man there was an office upstairs where the girls locker room was right outside the uh the girls locker room there was okay. a little office
1: yeah. was was there three things was there a towel lotion and a
0: defibrillator <laughs> there was a defibrillator defibrillator um and i was a life coach a lot of these girls would come up and ask me questions about the their loser boyfriends that they would be uh, dating at the time, uh, one girl made a thousand dollars one night and handed it to her boyfriend. Now we don't allow boyfriends in the club because it it fucks everything up because the girls dancing for like a guy like Fish, and Fish is grabbing her ass and then the boyfriend goes, "Why do you let that guy grab your ass?" Now we had referees that stood in back of the girls while they gave uh, dances to the customers at their chair at uh, you know right where they sat. And the referee's job was to kick the hand away from touching their asses. But uh, a lot of these guys get preoccupied. They're looking around. I got to come over and go, sure, you can't touch the girls, but they can touch you. And uh, so that, yeah, that happened all the time. Boyfriends in there, oh, I got in so many fights. Uh, You know what, Fish? Goes back to Helen Annie Klein. No good deed goes unpunished. Oh man, did I do things for these girls. And what did that you, you did a lot of you've done a lot of
1: good deeds and then you got that from your tutelage of your mom, dad, grandma, we talk about that on, on every show. But what you're really good at is prognosticating football games. You went three and one last weekend. Thank you. And you said to me fish we got to talk about I, I don't. I, there's a there's a passion I have right now for the Buffalo Bills mafia and their fans to be in the playoffs 20 times in the last 32 years and oh. not win a Super Bowl. Watching that game, first of all, being a Raider fan and rooting against the Chiefs, and watching that game killed me. It's it's that yeah. I don't I don't I don't even have an analogy for you. Do you? Is that like you going on a uh, that's like you going on fifteen auditions and it comes down to you and one guy to get the lead role in the series and you lose every time. Is
0: that close? It's so funny you say that. When I was doing a lot of commercials, they're called the veils where they they put you on a veil, meaning between me and another guy, or maybe one uh, third guy. I had eight count them eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight avails. And I never got one commercial. That's painful. But you know what, Fish? I, and you you and I subscribe to the same theory. I scraped myself off the ground over at uh, Tommy's uh tommy's double double hamburgers uh, because you know i was so depressed i had to go drown my sorrows in double cheese chili burgers and uh i i got up and went to the next audition and then you know what happened i got three national commercials in a row you just got to keep fighting being an actor is is it a is an anomaly anomaly it's 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 nothing it's- like. i mean Listen, the real world is the real world. But when you're an actor, there's so now there are so many actors fish, you got to really believe in yourself. And when they say no, you go wrong. You should have, you should have hired me. I'll be back. And then you get a a huge national commercial and everybody says, Oh, was that your first uh, audition? Yeah. 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 Sure. My first audition, 5,000 auditions. I went on, I got this commercial. So, you know, but there's a method to the madness. I just get up. I never give up. Tomorrow's a brand new day. My dad taught me, and uh, I've been doing it. What do
1: the- what, what, you
0: think I talk a lot? And I get a lot of emails saying, Fish,
1: you talk a lot. And Brad calls you out on it. But when I ask you a question about the Buffalo Bills, and I give you an analogy, it's not about you going on auditions no, and the I, additions I, I, you got. It's about the similarity between the Bills getting to that moment and never getting it. Right. You've gotten that moment, okay? Right. It's almost like, I'll tell you what it is. The Bills have a chance to be in a hot tub with 10 of the top supermodels on the planet, right? right. And when they get in the hot tub, Josh Allen, Von Miller, something good they can't get a hard on. You get in that same hot tub and you can. <laughs> you know what that kills? The Buffalo Bills fans right now, we're gonna throw the to football because everyone's saying, Fish, do not talk football, get Brad in there. <laughs> like you said, hey, my last name is Snyder, right? Jim DeGreese Snyder, yeah. you're more of a prognosticator. The Bills can't win. Yeah. You went three and one. We're gonna pick the games coming up, the big championship games in in, in 30 seconds. Do you have any kind of remorse or empathy for the uh for I the do, Bills?
0: You know, I do. I want the Bills to win so bad because their fans are incredible. They're, they're fans that sit there in the snow, freezing their fucking oh, excuse me. They come to a um uh a tailgate party before the game in the parking lot freezing their fucking balls off right then they go into the game they have to dig their seat out because it's it's piled in snow and they watch this game like it's 80 degrees out and they've been doing this for decades but you know what it it's time to clean house this whole thing oh we're not going to make a lot of changes what what are you talking about you must make changes the fucking guy missed the field goal. Josh okay. Allen had the ball at the 20 yard line with 150 left to win the fucking game. And he failed again. I'm done with excuses. You win that game. Mahomes wins that game. You know, people, uh, uh, you know, uh, who else? Uh, uh, who's a uh, quarterback for... Um, San francisco 49ers the great rock purdy rob purdy no no before that you know in the 80s steve wins. young uh joe montana you're joe talking montana. about joe montana wins the game steve young wins the game you know you know tom brady wins the game you know uh, roger Staubach wins the game but the buffalo bills don't win the game and there's uncle rico uncle rico will win that game that right Uncle Rico wins the game from Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sick and tired of the excuses. You know, you get paid millions and millions of dollars, okay? And Diggs, this asshole, should have caught those balls. And don't tell me he's. Oh, I, I was watching uh last night, I was watching NBA. You know, I watch it every night. Oh, they're hurt. They have injuries. That's a no. Suck it up. Get the job done. You're making millions of dollars and digs he just blew it i don't care if he's injured this is a one-time deal i'll give an example remember um uh what's, who's the quarterback for uh philadelphia with uh Terrell owens when he was a, uh donald, for, McNabb. donald McNabb. okay has the ball at the 10-yard line and this is it right here this is it he goes the length of the field he just looks for Terrell uh, uh, uh at Terrell what's his last name again Owens Owens Terrell Owens had a long night. I had a long night of cheeseburgers at Kearney's Uh <laughs> and, and, and hot dogs. I'm telling you he was, he was begging for the ball. And and then did, and you saw what happened to Donovan McNabb. He was throwing up on the sidelines. Throwing up. Donovan. This is you have you you've worked your whole fucking life for this one moment you take the ball you go you you go down the field and you win the fucking game and don't give me any fucking excuses you had some bad Chinese I get pissed off man I'm a passionate guy right
1: yeah well you're passionate but you're a winner as far as calling these games um all right
0: here we go wait how many how many dinners have I won up to this point what's that how many How many dinners, dinners have I won?
1: Dinners I owe you right now? I pro- I owe you more. You couldn't eat enough. I know. We bang. did double or not? Not enough.
0: I have like four dinners. Yeah. I am gonna go I'm gonna go with your wife. I'll leave you at home. I, I, no, I'll take I uh, I know nah, you're gonna say take whatever. You can time. you can come
1: with us. I I'll take you. Anyways, okay. Sunday. Here we go. All right. The Kansas
0: City Chiefs go to Baltimore to play the number one seed in the Ravens. Who do you like? Baltimore, all the way. I think Kansas City is amazing. How they win in, you know, those, those, I mean, in the climates they play, it's incredible. But I think they've run out of steam. Even Taylor Swift can't get them over, get them over to win the Super Bowl. I think uh, Lamar Jackson's amazing. They've got, you know, they got, uh, great receivers, they got a great defense. They've been there before and I think uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Baltimore is going to squeak it out. How about you?
1: Kansas City Chiefs, I am not going ever betting against Patrick Mahomes. He's 15 and 2 in the playoffs. Okay. This guy's been in the league 6 years. Yeah. This is a six championship game. Brady yeah. hasn't done that. Rodgers, Unitas, no one. Yeah. All the greats. <laughs> Fran Ta- sawback, none of the greats have ever done that until they lose or still the champions. I like Kansas city. Okay. So,
0: I like, there the pick- we
1: go. We're, 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 we're bumping heads on the first game. The second I get, game. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says if the Detroit Lions aren't America's darling right now, uh, you you got you, you're nuts that they, they have captivated this country with being, you know, what 32 years ago is the first division in 32 years. They go into San Francisco, Santa Clara, right. and they play the San Francisco 49ers. Who do you got there, Mr. 1-800-I-WIN? <laughs> <I'm>,
0: <laughs> I really believe, let me just check something here on some of my facts and figures. Um, I think, um, I, this is what I believe. I believe in momentum. You know, I talked to you about this. And I'm going to tell you the X factor in all this. Dan Campbell the coach keep of, talking keep talking of the detroit lions dan campbell was a player dan campbell knows how to motivate these guys and you know michigan won so they were 15 and 0 michigan won oh look at this guy what is he doing michigan won i really think it's the year of uh of you know michigan detroit the whole the whole mishpuka i think detroit's gonna Pull the upset. I think they're gonna shock the world. So it's gonna be Detroit and the Ravens. And I'm gonna tell you, I'd lay some cash if I had any on the Detroit Lions to win it all. That's my play.
1: San Francisco 49ers. I just, (laughs) I want Detroit to win. I'm with you. Everything you said about Campbell and and the state of Michigan. And Michigan wins the national championship. Make it a double. You know, make it a uh, a, a doubleheader, college and pros. I like the Niners. I just think they're the number one seed. I think if they play their A-game, uh, the Cinderella called the Lions loses their slipper, and right. we'll see. Um, we, we, here we go. I might, owe you, I might owe you. I Jesus Christ, we keep making these bets. You'll yeah. eat for free for
0: two years. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. All of our listeners, all of our uh, watchers, whatever, you know when you meet a guy that thinks he knows how to handicap? Well, you're that guy. So anything that fish says, just take the other side and you're a big winner. So oh, go with absolutely. me. Go with me, people, and let's win some money. And let's win right. some. Winners. Let's win some um,
1: Couple, couple of shout-outs. Um uh
0: Jade Spees uh, was, was was with with
1: Ass was on our bartender shows. Her and Casey Evans got their marriage license, or are getting married. Casey's oh. a big fan of the show. Um, I gotta go to that. I wanna, hey guys. I'm inviting myself to your wedding. So I know the open bar is going to be phenomenal <laughs> and the food. So, congratulations. Shout out to Casey baby. and Jade. May you have a blissful and great life together. And, and you know, I've seen how much in love you guys are. And that's a great shout out. Uh,
0: yeah. But I'm going to ask you this question. Did they, and they have a baby? Did they have a baby? Were they ones have had the baby?
1: No, no. The, you know, Jade has a couple of kids, but uh, Casey, uh, I don't think Casey has kids. I don't know. But, gotcha. uh, um it's good they said that you know they're, they're young kids and they're in love and and, right. Right. and bless them.
0: Gotcha, I just kissed Annie. So Brad, yes sir. Um
1: before I go, have you <laughs> ever been screaming? Have you ever gone
0: to a doctor and had a bite? Mom, come get her. She's why are you what's wrong with you? I, I took her Annie out last night a hundred <laughs> times. There she goes. <laughs> why are you barking? Are you hungry? I'm always hungry. Go with go with Grammy. Go with Grammy. I'm I'm doing a podcast, Annie. All right. Sorry.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing when you do that side. Do that side view. Do the side view again. Do it. Just let. let, That's Fred Flintstone. I had a thing to do with Fred Flintstone. You. I swear to God, man. You're the king of bedrock. You're the king of bedrock. You got a small C.O.C.K. and you're the greatest prognosticator I know. Have you ever gone to a doctor and they said you had to take a test a blood test or take
0: a biopsy have you been blessed in not doing that i have not but i I have a lot of friends that have it's one of the most scary things there is to do because you don't get the results right away you got to wait and when you wait that's when things really kick in and you start thinking about everything your family mortality uh, what you know? Am I gonna be able to go to uh, dinner with uh, Mr. Snacks when he when I lose again? No, it's a very serious thing, and uh, no, I've never had it. Thank God. I hope I never will. But I know uh, I know a lot of people that have.
1: Back in October, I'll give this to, to the viewer. You know, very few people. My wife knew. My son didn't. Um, they found they found something on my prostate and they did a thing and then i had to go and get a biopsy after the my levels went up as far as my blood test so i went about two weeks ago at a biopsy and you walk in and i'm gonna give you a visual for us. the the nurse looks like sarah rafferty the real beautiful redhead that's in the tv show suits look up sarah rafferty so i'm already aroused and my doctor is a 70 about a 70 year old looking version of william h Macy, the actor the star of shameless okay And you walk in there, and you got to pants yourself, right? And it's always weird to pants yourself in front of a woman, and you put the little thing down on top of yourself. And the first thing you see is a needle that's twelve inches long. Wow. And you get on your side, and they numb they numb your butt cheeks first, okay? And then you feel this thing going, and the doctor says, "Now, when this, we're we're going to numb the inside of your." prostate and the prostate is inside your anus if if you don't if you those are not medically inclusive so he takes this needle and he says to me when i hit your prostate with this it's going to be a little bit of a of a of a pinch to get the novocaine in there right right i promise you this if i was in the nba and the basket was 15 feet i could have dunked and broken the rim all right Uh. and then they go through the procedure and you pull it out and you you know you, you go through the, the after and you, you you there's a lot of blood and everything that, that comes with this i'm not giving up I'm trying to be debbie downer because everything worked out great um great las vegas urology, great shout out just great great work and i found out the other day that everything was good so i'm benign and uh i kept it in never talked about it yeah. there's some family members that are going to text me and say what the well you know why Right. because why get you in on something that could be when when, you, when you're talking about the c-word yeah it's just either you have it or you don't right and i don't
0: Thank and God. you
1: know and and but uh i guess as you get older i mean younger people get cancer also but as you get older yeah. you know your you, your body as as a clock winds down and
0: uh. my urologist
1: said this and i'll get off it don't buddy
0: if you live to be 90 years old,
1: you're going to have a problem with your prostate, whether it's enlarged, whether you have frequent urination, right. whether you can't get an erection like Grumberg. I mean, you know, look, I wasn't in a hot tub with all those girls with Tropicana. You were, okay? The fact that you couldn't perform and cared more about In-N-Out Burger, that's your problem. I'm good. I'm happy. You knew about it. I told you about it. And I told, uh, I didn't tell my son. I told my wife knew about it because she had to drive me and get go through it, but I kept it quiet. But what you do is you go through rabbit holes. And the worst thing ever is you watch a movie. I'm watching a movie Maestro with Bradley Cooper about Leonard Bernstein, right? Right. And part of the story is just why it's going, going with the colon cancer, you know? So you go through those rabbit holes. So if you if you do, don't, don't be me. Think positive, you know, Think always think positive, but hope that your biopsies and your scans are negative.
0: What did I tell you? When you told me you're gonna be okay i know it you were in my prayers every night buddy and when you told me yesterday that you were it was benign i was so happy i had tears in my eyes So, well there's
1: thank you there's 12 samples and uh i'm not trying to you know i'm not looking for any kind of sympathy or anything like that i just want you to know that um you're, sh- you, know, you're transparent. you get, you get you, a guy like me that's cocky i'm cocky and confident i'm a good guy
0: but you get scared. There's
1: scary things in life. You get um,
0: scared. Hey, isn't your health, your wealth? That's right. That's what it's all about, man. And by the way, so they go in the, the tushy area, right? So the, to take the biopsy, right? So in a lot of ways, you kind of felt like, you know, you uh, picked up a guy on grinder, and uh, that he, he, he came over and he went in uh, Hershey Highway uh so you kind of know how the uh you know gay guys uh celebrate uh their um uh celebrate their love for one another because you had somebody go in your rectum correct do you like how i say right
1: i i don't know how you segue into certain
0: things you talk
1: about packages about you a biopsy talk- you get into rectums and this and that I'm i think trying you really to have to so you have to explore your sexuality yeah it's okay
0: it's okay if if you want to jump
1: on the other because
0: i love you and i want people to know you're all right so i was going to the uh homosexual card to see what that felt like because you know the pinch and this but you know when manhattan
1: one you know what i i would know i mean but you obviously have that window of
0: opportunity in your mind
1: you have you want to jump on the other team There's a lot, look, you said it's hard on all auditions. You go on, you get work. There's a lot of streaming things. There's a lot of new shows coming out. They could use a big, handsome, gluttonous (laughs) Hebrew man that's gay to do some kind of show and do some kind of, uh, uh, maybe documentary about what it's like to find a man of your size to enter the the region called the anus. So let's (laughs) move forward um look at this meme check out this meme i i looked at that and i said how great is that two kind of gay women that are going shopping in san francisco
0: Gay women that's a guy is it on the left there's tom brady was oh, that tom brady that's tom brady and his
1: mom but i looked at it and i said uh-huh. what the hell is, and it's tom well, tom brady's a kid but if you look at it that could you know you don't you don't know who that could be so it's nice to know that, that Tom Brady composed. Yeah, was, he, he's such a great sport.
0: Yeah, he's, he loves his family, he loves his parents. He's talked about it all the time. I have a question for you, you're smarter than me. Before you put that picture up. When I see, I have gay friends, bi friends, all these friends, but when I see a lesbian with her significant other, one has beautiful locks, you know, flowing locks the other one has like a, like a hair, like us, a haircut like us, short and sassy, high and tight. What is that? Why don't, why don't both girls have long, long locks? Why do they all, their hair like they're going into the military? You're way too controversial. I know a lot of,
1: uh, of what uh, are you talking women about? that are, and it's not true. I know women that are gorgeous, that look the same. You mean, are you saying, saying that, saying that one looks like a butch, the butch cut, the other one yes, looks like- Yes, I don't understand that. That's saying that when you see two gay guys together, one looks like me and one looks like he's uh, he's bald, it's like John Luke Picard
0: from Star Trek, you know, as a butch? No, but you understand the butch from the, you know, uh, the supermodel. That's what I'm saying. Why do they, why does the butch cut her hair so short? Is that a look? is that to distinguish them from one another i don't know you're you're smarter than me i i think they do it just
1: to piss you off and you could ask a question on a podcast about it i have no idea i will tell you this and i speak for you yeah every good man is a lesbian
0: that's a good oh that's i like that very nice and by the way when i meet a girl that i like and she says to me i am I'm gay, I'm a lesbian. I go, we got something in common. And then I try to hit on them to swing them over to my team. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it never works, but I try, you know? I say, this is going to be, this is going to be, you know, I, I love uh, I love competition. And uh, that, that would be the ultimate to say. Well, if you're going to do that, Danny, for if us, you're a guy who likes burgers,
1: What, Brad, you're a handsome guy. But uh-huh. if you're gonna do that and try and swing anyone to have heterosexual sex, that's a lesbian. You kind of want to look at the guy <laughs> from Instagram <laughs> and use that guy, all right? <laughs> the guy, the guy from Instagram is gonna work better than Grinder, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all right? So you set me up with that one. Um, okay, I don't care what, what you are. You know, there's one thing about this show. I don't care what sex you are, what sex you like, what sex yep. you do. Yeah, just have sex.
0: Exactly. Love. Love is love. Love's love. All love. different forms, shapes, and sizes, right?
1: So check this out. I gave you a tease on this. This is actually this 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 happened recently. Check out this kid's photo. Why would you why would if this is nowadays, why would you dress your kids up for a photo that looks like your Uncle Murray and Aunt Esther from 1948?
0: Oh my god, I have that sweater. That guy I have that sweater. <laughs> that is in a way that's a little creepy right i mean what when was this picture taken did you recently you know, this is a, this is not
1: this is kids now and the the parents dress them up like well you know, maybe it's a what was what was the, what was the, what the rick now father knows best <laughs> that's a nelson family but look at the girl's hair i mean is that a bouffant come on that's a
0: bouffant. your
1: mother your that mother is? beautiful mother sandy she had cousins that looked like that back in yeah, North, yeah, 1948. Yeah. Trust me.
0: My mom looked like that in 1948. My mom looked like that in 1948. Is that, is that a wig or is that her real hair? I don't up? know. I love it. They're, they're
1: cute kids, but my they're God. Right. Hey, look, I live in the past. Why not? And maybe if your mother looked like that, that's how you got that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> For our listening Thanks. audience, there's Thanks. two Thanks. kids that are from, right from nowadays, and the parents dress them up. she got this bouffant. Go to YouTube. Go to dbtv go to facebook look at us see our ugly faces you can see some of these memes that we don't expect and that this sweater this guy's that the kids got is something out of the i gotta say 1958. that's mr rogers sweater uh, by the way it's mr rogers sweater <laughs> um i gotta i gotta show you that i got a couple of memes it'd be great we'll talk about some other stuff yeah um we, we talk about entertainment a lot in that show because the guy next to me has been in so much so many acting gigs that's great and entertained you and made you laugh but if you wanted to see a movie
0: before streaming read this brad my kids will never know that awful feeling of realizing there's no vhs tape behind the box at the video store oh that's funny oh, so, oh, so they put the they put the boxes up but then you have to go get the video behind the uh, camera. Tell, tell
1: him what that is. Tell him, tell him about Blockbuster. And Blockbuster. You, know, if you want to watch Brad in a movie or something like that, tell him about what happened maybe 10, 15 years ago. Tell him. W- what do you want me to tell him?
0: There well, book- you had to
1: go to a place called Blockbuster Video, yeah. which is owned by Wayne Huizenga, who made so much money, he bought the Miami Dolphins. And right. you had to rent these videos. And they sold popcorn and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And they had all the top videos pretty- out of movies. So the movies got released to video. You got to go to the store. You had to rent it. it. Became a big bit There was
0: Block. They had to have like five hundred locations around the United States. Am I right? Absolutely. I did a commercial for Blockbuster Music. After the videos became so popular, they started doing the music part and uh, renting songs and you know CDs and all that stuff. And yeah, it was amazing. You had to go to the video store to get a movie. And now look look what's happened and by the way netflix when they first started out they used to send you a cd in the mail now with the streaming and all that stuff that's ancient history baby but uh yeah well kids don't know that today the kids just turn on their phone and go i'm gonna watch fast times at ridgemont high and they go to 2b or whatever that wherever they go all these platforms and watch any movie they want whenever they want right
1: yeah well i love technology
0: do you So do you.
1: but technology has cost us travel agencies uh, it's yeah. cost us libraries and it costs us places like blockbuster it makes it easier for you to go on your tv and go on netflix amazon hulu and watch your favorite thing or, or download it that's great but there were times we live in the past and everyone buys me these emails you and brad live in the past we earned it you know we couldn't wait to go to blockbuster and get your popcorn and wait in line and get the conjuring or Well, same thing about the movies that came out in the 90s and early
0: 2000s, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, uh, I had an experience surprise. I was at uh, Carl's Junior and I ordered a uh, big Carl, number six. And I wanted uh, uh, no, uh, no tomato and no pickles. I was talking to Suri. I was talking to an A.I., a woman, and she took my order. She knew I didn't want the, the tomatoes and the, and the pickles. And then I drive up and then I see the, the lady at the, uh, the lady that I know and I've dated at Carl's Jr. Uh, drive-thru. And I said, oh, my God, what's going on? Who's what is that? Siri? Who's, who am I giving my order to? And she goes, I, I'm really sad about that. She got really emotional because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs, man. You know that. They are, they're already losing their jobs instead of paying these wonderful people that keep these, you know, fast food places going. That's just an example. They're getting rid of them and putting AI in and uh, it's going to get worse before it ever gets better. It's, I mean, I'm telling you technology is, is good on one hand and really bad on the other hand, because people are going to lose their jobs, right? Doing robots. There's, there's yeah. like 28% of all
1: bartenders in Japan are robots. And
0: yeah, that's what I want to ask you. Do you think in Vegas uh, they're gonna get robots in there? Yeah, sure, why
1: not? You know, yeah. they have robots now that'll that uh, hi, Mr. grumberg let me see your ID. And they look at your ID and they wow.
0: scan every
1: single site you're on from Fli- Facebook to LinkedIn to Tumblr to Twitter or whatever X, and they can say to you, Mr. grumberg how was your day with Annie? And he went to the ice cream store, and you're like, What the fuck's this thing doing? But the way yeah. to get a conversation yeah hey there's no labor issues for the place that has it okay sure. they're never they're always going to show up on time yeah but do what they the, say what about bartending do. is telling jokes and flirting what's a robot going to say to you
0: yeah you look very good with your new headshot there mr grumberg yeah. you know <laughs> no, that's what it is that's that's why you're so successful people come out i asked some people when i was at chuck's tavern when you were in the bathroom doing whatever you do i Ask people, do you like this bartender? You like this clown? He, we only come here for 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 fish. We love him. He's the great. I'm telling you, this is a true story. And I said, is he that good? And I, and she said, yes. We've been coming here for years. He makes us happy. He tells us jokes, and that's why you go. You want the interaction, especially with a bartender. Tell him your stories. I broke up with my boyfriend. What do you think about this fish? Right. You're like a psychiatrist, correct?
1: Yeah. We, we we talked about that. But here's a guy that's here's a no,
0: guy we're talking about it right now. Why why do you do this?
1: I I, I yeah, because you know what? It's what Just I do. Say, Just say yes. Oh, look, I've been doing it for so many years, it's yeah. what I do, and it's say if I could like get if I could talk someone off the cliff or make someone laugh, that makes it all the worthwhile. Yeah. But this guy's coming for my job right here. <laughs> the greatest shit of the 90s. This is one of Grumberg's Pals and rest in peace Tommy R Callahan, the VP of Sales at Callahan Auto Parts, Marquette University, Sandusky, Ohio, United States.
0: Hilarious. Uh
1: you being an actor and a comedian tell the audience, I don't care if we do it every show, we talk you talk about John Candy, talk about Chris Farley.
0: I, I never met Chris Farley, but uh, my writing partner, Sean White, met him because he was in a um, a detox in Santa Monica. He was in a lot of rehabs and he had to bring him some uh, paperwork to sign because um, Chris Farley was represented uh, by Mark Gervitz, who is uh, one of the owners of Burlstein Partners. And he told me Chris Farley was one of the greatest guys in the world. It, when he came to the rehab, he goes, Hey, Sean, come on in and meet everybody. And Sean, this is Gary, this is Teddy, this is Susan. And uh, he gave him the stuff and Chris couldn't have been nicer. And I, I know his brother and his brother's an actor, too. Great guy His three brothers that are actors, including him. The sad thing about Chris Farley was he didn't love himself. He loved to make people laugh. But he, he I read everything on him and I read everything after John, uh, John Candy passed away. Chris Farley, idol was John Belushi. And whatever John Belushi did, Chris Farley did. And sadly enough, uh, John Belushi uh, had his demise at the um, at a hotel in Hollywood, and uh, he was 33 years old. Chris Farley partied like a rock star, wild, drugs, alcohol, food, he died at 33. Isn't that isn't that unbelievable? Kind of creepy in a, weird, a lot of ways. We miss these guys because what they would have done in their career or touched so many more lives. John Candy, forty two, same thing. Drug. He didn't do. I don't know if he did drugs. I don't think so. He, he smoked. He drank and he ate. And the night he died, uh, was it sad, man? I cried in my car when I heard he. He was doing a movie called Wagons East uh with uh, richard lewis and they were in texas and it was so hot in texas like 101 but they were bundled up like like cowboys and uh for some reason i'm a sweater john candy wasn't a sweater to open those pores you know and he went back uh, that night and he made himself a big spaghetti dinner salad uh, garlic bread he had a bottle of wine and he ate it late night like maybe two in the morning and in the morning, they found him deceased. He had a heart attack while he was sleeping. It's one. It's some of the saddest things in the world, you know. A lot of people are dropping now. You see, I mean, this this porno star, she, her and her bro, boyfriend were found dead in, in her house in Tennessee. I met her a couple times. Sweetest person. You just, you know what, you know what it is. It's the sadness and the darkness. You never know what somebody's going through, fish. You know, and that's why, like my 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 prom date. For life, Marlene Gamer, girl, I uh, got the most comical in elementary school, junior high, and high school. She was one of my best friends. Hilarious. She took her own life, and it really bothers me. Twelve years later, because they're in a better place in their mind. We got to deal with all the destruction. We got to deal with it for the rest of our lives. So it's just uh, horrible. And 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 look, and look at the, you know. Look at uh, my buddy Andrew Klein. You know his beautiful daughter; she took her own life. You know, and you know from bullying. You know, we're living in a very sad world, but that's why we do this show. Chris, uh, right? We try to bring some laughter. Yeah. Our, I, 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 you, you, you need to go into counseling
1: because I talked to you about how great Chris Farley is, and you go into this Debbie Downer death thing of everyone that's that's died. You're right. He was hilarious the one thing you said that was so apropos in that last statement by you is that we miss the comedy that entertains us candy robin williams too soon Yep. Yep. farley belushi you know and it's you you, we're all look mark twain said it great no one gets off this planet alive but try and stay alive as long as you can to keep us entertained yeah. I entertain, I got a big kick. I'm I'm sick of the bullshit going back to the sports thing. I'm tired of looking at Taylor Swift in the in the booth every time Kelsey catches the ball or Mahomes throws a a pass for a Why? touchdown. But I love this. Kelsey's brother, Jason, and him are a franchise. Right? They're, they're doing more commercials.
0: Oh, Kelsey's a good
1: looking brother, you know, right. and Jason's the one that's a little heavy set. Yeah. Check out this meme that came out. That's Jason Kelsey. As king kong <laughs> remember he's sure you watch a kansas city game he's farting he's belching he's he's having a great time he's bringing kids out of the out of the stands to meet taylor swift there's not i i would like to i would like to party with him he's the chris
0: farley of the nfl i would love to have him on our show we might be able to get him let me tell you something those brothers are tight and that's what i love i i tell you i love brothers that are tight and they yeah. play the same game. They play different positions. One's probably more popular than the other, but you know what? They love each other. You can tell when they did that Campbell's commercial with their mother, ah, uh, phenomenal,
1: right? Hall of Famers, both of them. So yes. the Raider Nation, hi, Gabriel Riles, Director of Marketing. The Raider Nation had a good week last week. You got Antonio Pierce as our coach. And then they hired this guy as a general manager. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's Sebastian Maniscalco, correct? The, uh, wait a minute. Great. Great. That's, oh, wait. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. It's this guy. Look at Tom Telesco. That's the general manager of the Raiders. He yeah. looks
0: exactly like that guy. He does. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Two Italians. I love it. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, Tom Telesco. So the Raiders on the right track. It's yeah. A big
1: games this weekend. True. Um, I'm excited about the future of the Raiders and maybe us doing something with them.
0: I are very lucky and you can
1: keep your you, you, you can keep your mouth quiet about packages that'd be great um
0: well, whatever I oh my before.
1: god brad you know what brad your of size. we might be if we get in that locker room you're gonna you, oh. <laughs> you wow you're gonna have a big affinity for sausages you're gonna have a <laughs> lot of sausage in your pasta sausage. You, you're gonna be so excited and before we get to the end of the show i saw this meme And I'm going to get killed by my wife for showing it. So you're going to read it and look at this beautiful girl. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Strikes (laughs) again. Okay. Uh, Who is that? Look Uh, at her mouth. Oh. 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 Wow. Yeah.
1: Yikes. Wow. For for our, how how do we say this politically correct? For our listening audience. Yeah. There's a beautiful young girl and her mouth is open and it looks like something's protruding from her cheek. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not Brad's Chick-fil-A that he her, gave her to eat and put it on one side of her mouth.
0: It looks like there's something in her mouth and there's something protruding from inside poking out the cheek. Right. Yeah. And wow. you don't know it. Yeah. So for the kids that are underage, please put your hands over your ears. And uh, your wife is gonna. Your wife is gonna kill you. Did Listen I one. You on that picture? Uh, yeah. Chad,
1: Chad Copel, Philadelphia, Mississippi. I don't know. was a Philadelphia, Mississippi. I know there's okay. a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Brad and Brad and Fish. If you have chicken wings, do you prefer ranch or blue cheese? You go oh, first, Brad. Good,
0: good question. Uh, well, I have a dear friend named Myla. She loves her wings, and she loves her ranch. So I go with Mila. I, I I like uh, ranch with my wings. How about you? You know what?
1: Was there? Here's the thing about that.
0: Me too. And we have
1: great chicken wings at chuck oh, Where am I thinking? Yeah, I right got
0: the best food there, man. The oh. Great
1: chicken wings. Um, I prefer the Caribbean dream and the sweet sriracha sauce at Chuck's Tavern, but ranch is good. With it. Was there ranch when we were younger? Wasn't it called Roquefort dressing? I don't no, remember. No, ranch. No. Roquefort is the blue cheese. Roquefort was a blue cheese. So what was
0: ranch dressing? Is that is that something new in the
1: last 15 20 years? Uh,
0: I think we had ranch dressing back in the day. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. By the way, I don't remember. Who waiters now? Uh is is Little Farley back yet or is he still filming a uh, season? Little five? Farley
1: came back. He's now back. Um he's he's doing some pickup stuff down in Atlanta for Cobra Kai. I love He's it. He's going to come on the show and tell us about Season 6 and give us some teasers. I'm glad you brought that up. But Chad Copel has another question for you. You got Brad, it. Brad, Fish, and everyone asks this question. If you eat a hot dog, is it taboo to put mustard on a hot dog along with the onions and the relish?
0: Well, guess what? Not taboo. Most people do that, but I like ketchup. What about you, Brad? No ketchup on a hot dog. I was at Carney's Surprise yesterday. <laughs> and uh <laughs> another surprise for you i had two chili cheese dogs with american cheese chili onions uh oh i've been on the toilet all all morning uh but it was so good and then i had a chili fry because i love their chili hello uh, i had a chili fry with cheese and onions it was so good oh my i'm goodness. so
1: hungry when you say that
0: yeah, Carney's is great. I ate the one on Ventura Boulevard.
1: It's one by old Jerry's Deli. Right,
0: right, right. I go to that is one. Isn't there one like, on Sunset? Is there one on Sunset? There's one on Sunset right next to the Comedy Store, and the one on uh, in Studio City. It's been there. And by the way, I I know the owner, uh, Bill. He is celebrating 50 years in December. 50 years, and I go, always go to the uh, the Studio City one with my man Mike Peekoff. We call him Peaky and you know it's funny he always gets the same thing and then i say i'm gonna get the uh, chili fries he goes what are you getting the chili fries? terrible for you what are you talking about everything here is terrible for us and all of a sudden i have the chili fry the steam's coming out the top all of a sudden i turn my head i turn back he's eating my chili fry and guess what he eats like three quarters of it i go i thought you didn't want any chili fry He goes, like uh I, I, I have a guilty pleasure i i had to have it it's so good so i shout know, out Mike. I know
1: Mike when i come to los angeles love. and we and we hit some of these eateries i'm gonna have you i'm gonna first of all you know you're taking me i owe you four dinners probably but yeah. you know what i make exactly. you take me to exactly. pink i'm making you take me and it's on you uh-huh i have never eaten at pink's hot dogs which is oh, wow i live i grew up in la you know yeah. why i have no patience for lines
0: pet peeves well, I know forty deep. I know a time to go. We'll go early. We'll go early, like eleven, and there's nobody there. Okay, okay. I, it's on me. It's on the house. It's on oh, my. Yeah. I owe you dinner. I want. I want a good uh, pink. Sauce. I'll even. I'll even eat it your way. Do they have chili on their hot dogs? Every, they must have every hot dog. Oh, right? yeah. No, they name the hot dogs after big celebrities and 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 sports stars and all that stuff. You never know. You might get a hot dog on the on the wall. Which, which
1: one is named after you?
0: Uh, the uh, call the police. He's eating too many hot dogs. <laughs> no, uh, there's so many I love. I love, you know, I love the Dodger dog. See, oh. you know, they, uh, they switched the Dodger dog from Farmer John to another company, but I love the long, you know, the, the long, thin hot dog. And I love the foot long, and I just load it up with all the goodies.
1: If I had to name a hot dog after you, I would name it Johnny Cocktails.
0: Would because you, you
1: serve, you would serve the hot dog with a cocktail, all right? Oh, I like
0: it and some. And, and it's
1: worked up. It's got chili. It's got onions. It's got green peppers. I'm making yeah. this up, but I'm going along. All right, red peppers. All right, pepperoncinis on okay. it. I mean, it's hot. So yeah. you need a great cocktail, like the Johnny cocktail, a hot guy, um, and a I'm great. A vodka and cranberry with tahini on the glass i mean oh, I'm, 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 we're talking we're talking grace up so let, let, let's, let, I, let me hit pink's hot dog you and we'll try and get the johnny cocktail dog for you or more more than likely they're gonna have a hot dog called the toilet after you because you're on the toilet all the time after eating right which is a hot dog with everything on it you could think of even chocolate milkshakes and jujubes, you know so
0: <laughs> by, by the way if i ever um, some people have approached me to open this Johnny Cocktails bar. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. And I serve that kind of food at that bar. Those bathrooms will be spotless. So George Costanza could go in there and run out and go, have you seen the bathroom? They're they're unbelievable. And Kramer would go in and go, yeah, he's right. They're unbelievable. They're so clean. You're getting off the floor.
1: I, there's a great line from the movie Full Metal Jacket when the when the sergeant says the pile and Matthew Modine's character. I want that latrine so spick and span that the good Mother Mary herself would be proud to take a dump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, that's funny.
0: Uh, you hey, know, I is, want you to
1: read Austria. this, and then we'll
0: end with just a, a salute to someone that knows dear to you. Read that. Stay away from still people, still living in the past still complaining still losing still broke still not making an effort still making excuses still hating yep yep yep
1: that's that's our mantra we we, we're
0: positive here on yes on
1: uh, fat fish and if you stay with still people that are just keeping you still in your life and not moving forward you're going to jump in that rabbit hole with them uh we're almost at the anniversary of this happening i don't know you're not a big laker fan but the way this body and imbo- this guy embodied his life and you find out after there's kobe bryant right mm-hmm. there and his daughter and we're on the almost the four years that he's passed away i can't. And I found out more i didn't really like him as a pl- i loved him as a player i'm a laker fan but i you know, I thought it could be kind of an a-hole then you find out he really wasn't he lived his life not being still and the mamba which steve curry your buddy talks about is that philosophy of working so hard and getting the best out of other people you right. see it with steph curry you see it when you're on a set even on sets with other actors i guarantee you have you could tell a quick story yeah. with yes. other actors that made you a better actor that right. guy right there when yeah. he left us because about chris farley leaving and john candy uh, he's equivalent to that because the value of the way he worked is is a ch- is what we want in our athletes our athletes and in ourselves
0: right God bless Kobe. Kobe was an amazing person because you saw a different Kobe on the court than you saw off the court, you know, and he did a lot of charity work and he worked and you know what? He led by example. He was in that gym like Jordan, you know, in the morning, you know, doing sprints at the local high school. This guy was just incredible and he wanted to be the best he could be. And that's why he won titles and touched so many lives and still touches lives all around the world miss you Kobe. we miss you Gianna. and uh i'm i'm gonna leave them up there before we get out i'll leave them out if
1: we close out and bring our good buddy on but i just it what touched me was hearing athletes like Derek carr nowadays having and master krogi having tattoos of this guy and the guy passed away four years ago you know and the, I love athletes who do a lot of charity work that don't that you don't know about. They just do because they don't want the they don't want the publicity. Um, I agree. I was wrong about the guy, and he opened my eyes. And I read a lot up about him, and um, a, a huge tragedy died in a helicopter accident. I think you said, and just it's That's we're good. coming up February. It was February, very early February of twenty twenty, uh-huh. um, and yeah, if there's a theme of this show is. Don't be still. Live your life. Be Brad. Be be me. Be someone that goes out there and happy that that you're something's the only thing negative in your life, to thank God, is a is
0: a scam. The other stuff should be positive. Uh-oh. Amen. Amen to that. And get like I've said it before, get rid of the toxicity, get rid of the jealousy, get rid of the people that bring you down. I waited too long, but I made the move and I feel fantastic. Everyone loves you.
1: No, I've never no. met one person that doesn't like you. you. You couldn't bartend. You couldn't bartend. You're too nice. Okay. Yeah. That being said, I, I'm I'm offering to do our podcast. When Jade and Casey get married, we should do our podcast at their wedding. At their First wedding. First of all, you'll see so many good-looking girls there. You'll have oh. a heart attack. But the food and the drink is going to be fantastic. And I want to do a live podcast at someone's wedding. Do a play-by-play. You know.
0: It'd be fantastic. I would love it. And then we'll have people come over throughout the uh Day or night, whenever they do it, and they'd sit with us, and we'd talk about the, we'd talk about how the wedding's going. Look at, look at it.
1: Look how drunk that idiot is over there. You know, standing by the, by by the chocolate souffle. You know, (laughs) so no, Uh, that
0: would be a lot of fun. I would do that with you, of course. But uh fish, you know, I have to tell you something, buddy. Number forty-six is in the books, and I I tell you. They just keep getting better and better. I look forward to uh, the day we do it each week, and um, we're making moves and uh, taking names. And uh, I'm telling you, people. Oh, a couple of people in my uh, in my lift. They go, "What? Do you have a podcast?" I go, "Yeah, it's called Fat Fish." They wrote it down. They go, "You have a new subscriber." So hey, I'm promoting it in the lift. I'm promoting it wherever I can. I want people to uh, to listen. I want people to watch, and I want people to learn and laugh. And that's that's why I did this, and I'm doing it with you, buddy. A lot of fun. One, one
1: last shout out before our buddy takes us out. Chuck's Tavern. We're gonna have a great great Super Bowl there. Oh, um, yes. We're giving away for four of a kinds and 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 five spots. You're gonna have tickets for the, for the Golden Knights. Uh, business is picking up. So if you want to come by Shucks Tavern, North Durango, another one on Flamingo and Fort Apache, got to do a shout out for uh, for uh, the place that I that I pour the spirits, baby.
0: I love it. And you do it so well. That's a great place to go. And I, w- I might be in Vegas. I'm coming there for the... Uh, don't, super- don't come. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You, you better buy some more food. Uh, but uh, thanks for 46. We love you, Kobe. We love you, Gianna. And uh, we will never forget you. You've been listening to the fat fish podcast heard on all your favorite platforms until next time. (laughs) Good times, baby. Nanny Klein,
1: Nanny Klein is the Grumberg's family's Kobe Bryant. That's the best thing I could say. All right. Oh, that's sweet.